Hey everyone, welcome to Founders 365 with me, Stephen Haggerty. Today I have the privilege of interviewing the founder of Nimble, Mr. Von Sai. How are you today, Von? I'm very good, Stephen. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Oh, 12.06, man. It's good afternoon <laughs> now. It's good morning, Simon. But I'm very well. How are you, Von? I'm very, very well, yeah. Um, we've had an exciting week uh, this week. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm feeling quite excited and happy. I mean, you've already told me the news, but it's amazing. And uh, we're, 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 let's wait until we tell the news. Sure. Let's wait, yeah. because then yeah. it gets people a little bit excited, you know. Uh, <laughs> but Von, founder of Nimble, for those who don't know who Nimble, what Nimble do or what Nimble are, uh, I guess any non-parent out there probably would fall into that category. Mm-hmm. Just give me an overview of, of what Nimble do, what your products are and who you help. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah. So Nimble is an exciting range of household cleaning products that are made with plant-based ingredients, uh, and and it's specially designed to uh, clean babies' things. So um, yeah, our product uh, portfolio consists of uh, a baby bottle cleaner, a high chair and toy cleaner, uh, baby clothes detergent, and then very recently, uh, and that's actually one of the big news uh, from this week is that yeah, we've launched. Uh, two new products. One is um, a, a, a baby fabric softener. And then uh, secondly, the other one is um, a cloth nappy detergent, especially for, um, you know, the emerging cloth nappy market um, uh, globally. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, what I love about this story is that you, when you started Nimble, you weren't a parent yourself. You mm. started this because uh, your niece obviously you were seeing that what was it the milk bottles could never get clean or, or something like that yeah exactly so yeah I, I think most uncles when they see a problem like that probably wouldn't go you know what i'm gonna set up a business <laughs> to solve this problem and five years later you know being being sainsbury's and boots and all that kind of stuff so <laughs> for you when you saw that problem why was it what what was it that went through your head and go right i'm the man to solve this problem <laughs> yeah um yeah so I, I don't know yeah maybe i should have just bought her new milk bottles <laughs> rather, than, <laughs> rather than getting into all this uh but yeah basically um yeah my, my background before before i started nimble is yeah i used to work uh, as a chemist and our and an r&d manager at the at the detergents company um and yeah when my sister um uh, was telling me about her issues cleaning her milk bottles because the bottles would either go cloudy or smelling of spoiled milk um, yeah, I said, oh, why don't you just use, uh, you know, use plenty of washing up liquid and wash the bottles properly? She's like, <laughs> then, Obviously, I've tried that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, if yeah, yeah, if if I was there with her, yeah, because yeah, she's in the Philippines, I'm here in the UK. Yeah, I would have gotten the smack from my older sister if, <laughs> if, if I, yeah, if I was next to her. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. So basically, that was the issue. And then yeah, she explained to me what was going on. The issue was, you know, if she use a lot of washing up liquid what happens is that the bottles become smelly in a smelling of washing up liquid you know this green chemical mm-hmm. washing up liquid smell um, and then if she uses little of it the issue is that the bottles um, don't become clear um, it's it, it it stays cloudy mm-hmm. so i thought ah okay let me let me look into this so i was intrigued you know from a from a scientific point of view what is going on um, and then, yeah, I did a bit more research about it. And yeah, I found out that it's actually the fats and proteins from milk attaching itself to the plastic of the bottle, um, oh, wow. and which is causing the issue. 
And then I thought, hmm, okay, maybe I can come up with a solution for this one. Um, and yeah, that's basically, you know, how, you know, the, the beginnings of Nimble came about. Um, yeah. And yeah. And I have my niece and my sister to thank for uh, with, I mean, with, with the initial idea. The incredible part of that story is if she had never mentioned it to you, you you wouldn't be doing what you do now which i always <laughs> love stories like that because it's a real pivotal moment that that conversation mm. has led mm. your life down this road which mm. is amazing mm. uh so you you then launched nimble in, in 2014 talk to me about those early days of launch and trying to break into that market because i'm guessing it, it's not an easy market to break into oh yeah yeah oh it, it was yeah you're i love right. the response and... oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because, um, yeah, so I left my job in 2013. And then I started, uh, like, you know, you know, the beginnings of Nimble in 2014. Yeah, so basically, in 2014, I spent the time on like researching the market, um, understanding, you know, the parents that I'm trying to, um, to, uh, to, you know, to, to cater to, um, and also trying, you know, you know, trying to understand, okay, how do I build a website? How do I create a brand and so on? So there were lots of things going on. Um, and then at that time I was newly married as well. Um, I, I moved house from Leeds, moving down to London. So loads of things were going on. So that does, that was quite a, a tough time for me, but I think, you know, what the, the, the toughest part uh, in setting all these things up uh, was the fact that, you know, I am not a mom and I will never be a mom uh, who, who is our kind of like primary uh, customer. Um, and number two is that, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not locally from Britain, you know, uh, I'm originally from the Philippines, moved here 15 years ago. So yeah, I found that initial stage of trying to sell or trying to create a product to be sold to uh, to moms who are my primary like, primary uh, customers mm -hmm. uh, to be hard because I don't fully understand the world of parenthood and and moms in general. Yeah. Um, and I found myself, you know, in order to you know get a better understanding of this, um, yeah, I found myself actually um, going into cafes back when you know you can still go to cafes <laughs> freely. Back um, in the and, day. <laughs> and I would have a clipboard uh, with me um, with um, questionnaires and I would tap on um, sh on the shoulders of moms, you know, who are busy, you know, uh, trying to keep their their children entertained. And yeah, I would just ask, like, you know, is it OK for me to interview for like five minutes uh, just for me to understand what's, uh, you know, what, what's going on when it comes to baby bottle cleaning? Um, yeah, so that was quite tricky, um, and that was the toughest part uh, when I was uh, starting the business. I mean, you, it sounds like you really threw yourself in the deep end with starting <laughs> a business, uh, mm. especially starting a business that obviously now has scaled considerably. Mm. But mm. back in 2014, 2015, how did it feel when, you know, after all of that research, after all of that shoulder tapping, you you formulated your first product and you launched mm. it how did it feel when you start you know those first <laughs> couple of sales yeah oh, oh believe it or not my first uh yeah my first ever sale was um yeah back in uh august 2015 when i was sat uh on my barber's chair uh and yeah and my barber and yeah we actually moved house again at the time and yeah we we yeah and, and i was chatting to my barber who was a new guy and he was asking me oh what do you do for a living and i Casual said barber yeah. chat <laughs> Yeah, I said, oh yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just about to launch uh, my, my 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 own business. 
um, um, selling uh, a baby bottle cleaner. And yeah, and he said, oh, I actually just had a, a, a baby who's uh, three months old and we're using uh, baby bottles. Can I buy this baby bottle cleaner from you? Amazing. So, yeah, so he bought two bottles uh, and yeah, that was my first ever sale. Uh, Does he know that was your first sale? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he knows. And to this day, I see him um, and he still cuts my hair and he's like, you know, you still remember me, right? (laughs) So, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And it's great that, you know, yeah, yeah, that that, that first sale happened, you know, in in such a nice way. Um, And that was quite sweet. And I, 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 you know, I enjoy it. You know, it's these like little moments with the real customers uh, Mm. that I enjoy the most. And and for the, uh, I mean, a first sale like that is one that you're always going to remember, like you said. Uh, let let's fast forward then to 2017. Mm. Money, right? Mm. This is this mm. is a big topic with a lot of founders. Do I go for investment? Do I not? Do I mm. grow this sort of bootstrapped on my own through the profits and all that kind of stuff, or do I go mm. down the investment route? You know, you mm. chose to obviously bootstrap it at the start, but mm. then go down the investment route. How was that decision for you, uh, and how did that come about? Mm. Yeah, so yeah, the what happened was that yeah, in 2015, yeah, when I launched the business, I thought, ah, you know, I can take over the world with just one product. Yeah. yeah with my baby bottle. With all cleaner. the barbers children in the world. <laughs> exactly, yeah, and then with just you know, you know, there's millions of people who use baby bottles, so yeah, for sure I can, you know, I can make a huge success out of the, you know, out of just one product. And then, yeah, I started flogging, you know, flogging my wares uh, for the next uh, year or so. And then I slowly realized that, you know, with my conversations with big retailers, yeah, so at the time I was speaking to um, the likes of Sainsbury's and Boots already. And then they told me, look, you know, it's a very good product, but then it's only one product for a single brand. And it's a lot of work for us to, you know, to to launch your product if you only have one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why don't you come back to us uh, with more products and let's see how it goes. Yeah. And that's basically what fueled the that's conversation. That's a big ask from them, as well, <laughs> isn't it? Knowing that yeah. for the last two, three years, you've been focusing on this one product. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest retailers around have said to you, you need to make more. You yeah, make exactly. More. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I was kind of like deflated, but mm. in 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 uh, you know when I first heard that because I was deflated number one because I didn't have money left to develop more products. You know, I have all the ideas in my head, um, but I just didn't have the money to execute um, because I've already spent all our savings to launch the baby bottle cleaner. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of so... trust with your new. <laughs> wife here <laughs> exactly yeah she was very kind and supportive <laughs> uh yeah she's she, yeah she's outside of the room so yeah i don't know if she's listening uh but yeah um yeah so we we've spent the savings on you know on you know launching the first product and yeah the dilemma was okay how do i launch more products if we've already spent everything and yeah and that you know, you know, the answer came by, you know, obviously um, getting external investment in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I ended up in, you know, sometime in 2016, like, you know, 12 months after the first launch, I realized that, yeah, I need to start getting external investment, but I just didn't know how to. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's another big story for me um, in terms of like, you know, throwing myself out there to find investors and and so on yeah do the pitch deck all of that all that fun stuff yeah Uh, but it it seems that obviously once you you obviously went down the investment route you successfully secured investment 
And that from your timeline in the business seems like a real catapult moment in mm. terms of the growth. Because, mm. you know, you then got into Okada, you're obviously now in Boots and Sainsbury's today. For you, what's changed in the business since 2017, sort of post-investment? Mm. Uh, mm. And how has, you know, the flip side to that question is also, how have you, as a founder, changed your relationship with the business? Mm, yeah, so I think what happened was, um, yeah, uh, yeah, w when we... So yeah, it took me, uh, believe it or not, yeah, we, we it took me twelve months to get my first round of investors, um, and that's because you know, as I said earlier, I'm I'm not originally from the country. I don't really know anyone who's started a business. Um, yeah, I didn't know how to raise funds, etc. So you know, there was a steep learning curve for me um, to go through. Um, and you know, in those twelve months that I was trying to raise money, I've met so many different people, potential investors. Um, um, yeah, uh, solicitors, accountants, etc., who've kind of like, you know, through those conversations, I was guided on what is it that is being looked for when investors mm -hmm. uh, put money into new businesses. And I suppose that's what happened, uh, you know, in 2017. Um, something clicked after 12 months. Um, I understood, um, you know, what, you know, what investors are looking for. Um, and, and that kind of informed the way I run the business since then, you know, for example, simple things like, you know, having a board of advisors, you know, I thought, okay, maybe I can just ha have advice here and there, uh, you know, from, from people that I meet, but, you know, it's important for me to have regular meetings with these kinds mm -hmm. of people. Having not that just, real support network. Exactly. And not just individually, but as, as a collective, you know, can we meet together, you know, uh, three advisors plus myself go through um, different challenges in the business. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that, that was what happened. Um, you know, there were a lot of like little like things that you can do to professionalize the business mm -hmm. one step at a time that kind of sort like of... led to where we are at now. Exactly. Getting getting in that investment ready side of things. Mm -hmm. And then. Exactly. Over the last, what are we, 2017, over the last three years then, Nimble as a business ha have kind of filled the brief of what Sainsbury's were, were asked of you. You know, you've, you've released more products, you've got yourself into Sainsbury's, into Boots. Uh, it's your fifth birthday this year. When you look back on that journey of the last five, six, seven years, how does it feel when you see Nimble? Does do you still have the? I always think this when I if I had a product in a shop, would mm. I still have those like pinch myself moments when you walk past them in the aisle going, wait a minute, that's that's my product. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. I still I, I still do get these things. Um. Because I remembered. Um. You know, in in the earlier days when I was pitching to to Sainsbury's, I had to bring my product into a shop. And I kind of like sneak it in and then put it on the shelves and take pictures <laughs> um, so that I can sh send it over to Sainsbury's and tell them, look, it looks great on the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, whenever I, you know, I walk past, you know, Boots or Sainsbury's yeah, and, and, you know, even I go online on Nocado, seeing the products there, you know, it just, you know, it just makes me feel proud um, that, now the products that I've just imagined, you know, five, six years ago is now on the shelves. And then what is even more uh, like, you know, more fulfilling now is that, you know, when I go on social media, 
um, people talking about uh, you know our products you know how it's helped them um, clean their bottles um, make them feel more reassured um, you know uh, even the other day we received a, a, an Instagram message from a mom uh, showing her punami accident um, <laughs> and and our laundry lover detergent basically got rid of all these uh, uh, poo um, from her baby's uh, uh, clothes. Um, yeah, so I bet these, 10 years I... ago, you would never imagine that you were going to get an Instagram photo of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. So, you know, getting all these kinds of like feedback from, from you know, real life parents mm-hmm. uh, and seeing them on the shelves as well, the products, um, it just fills my, yeah, it makes me happy. It makes me proud that, you know, what I'm doing is actually helping other people. Yeah, it's making especially, a difference. Yeah, exactly. Especially in this, you know, time of pandemic where, People are so aware of cleaning and cleanliness yeah. and hygiene. Yeah, I, f- I feel like, you know, our products are able to, you know, somehow give reassurance to the parents who are worrying about um, the, the, the virus. Exactly. And of course, you've, you've become a dad yourself now. So mm. I guess that that shoulder tapping is is kind of on your doorstep in terms of the research. Is yeah. your... Is your child, do you look at your child and just go, this is a great research product. I'm going <laughs> to, so many products are going to come out of this. I'm going to be, it's going to be great. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so my, my, my wife has been quite good in kind of like taming me down and not go crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so I think, yeah, there's a balance. So I think what's happened now, now that I've become a dad, yeah, my, my daughter Juliana is now 14 months old. Um, I think I've a, a bit, I've become a bit more sympathetic of what is going on, um, you know, the emotional side mm. of parenthood. Yeah, because I think in the past, you know, everything is just, you know, like, you know, third hand information. Yeah. That well, I guess when, when your sister told you of that original problem, mm. because you, you, are a, you are a scientist and a natural mm. thinker like that, you obviously just took that as a problem that needed mm. a solution and mm. you're the guy that's going to figure that out. There wasn't any emotional connection to that. Yeah. Uh, to that the bottle that couldn't be cleaned properly yeah yeah exactly so yeah this is a very good uh, point Stephen so I had my first hand experience on this baby bottle cleaning when uh, Juliana was only a few weeks old Um, so she yeah she had tongue tie and couldn't really feed from the breast directly um, yeah, so yeah, we had to resort to um, using bottles, uh, either using um, express milk or formula milk, um, in order to ensure that she's get she's getting fed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I found myself, you know, in those first few weeks, not having enough sleep, and then I was washing the bottles, and I thought, oh wow, okay, you know, this is not just a scientific problem to be solved. This is actually an issue. Mm. Um, you know, you know, my, yeah, my wife was very emotional and feeling so bad that she couldn't feed, uh, our child properly that we, that we had to use bottles and, you know, and yeah, I felt like, okay, good thing that we have a, 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 a product that cleans the bottles well. So then, yeah, this is one less thing for my wife to worry about if the bottles are clean enough yeah. and would not like, you know, uh, harm, harm our baby or giving her an upset tummy and things like that. So yeah, it you know being a dad just made it a bit more closer to home, mm. uh, yeah, and made me realize yeah the emotional aspect of 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 things. Yeah, definitely, which mm. can only be a benefit to the products that you guys put out there at the end of the mm. day, which is mm. a really great 
problem to have for you to have that mm. emotional tie. Yeah. Um, I, th I think that's fantastic. Vaughn, yeah, for you... And, and... Sorry, I was just going to add that go, actually go. Our, our new product, the cloth nappy detergent was inspired by this as well because we use cloth nappies uh, with uh, with our daughter. Um, yeah, and every day I see it and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe I could come up with a, with <laughs> a cleaning product for it. Yeah. And you have, yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. this is what I mean. You know, you, yeah. you're, you've got that first-hand <laughs> solution-based focus for any problem that arises, which is very... It must be such a unique position to have as a founder for the products that you put out there. Mm. Um, but one of the things I'm curious about for you, what has been one of the biggest challenges over the last five, six years and mm. to be able to get nimble to where it is now? Oh, um, yeah, I so would many. say <laughs> so many, but I think probably, I think in every stage that the nimble progresses to, um, you know, it makes me realize um, that I'm, you know, that I'm not fully prepared for that stage. Mm. Yeah. Um, and facing that reality that I actually need a lot of support and guidance and help from, you know, experts and, you know, people who've done it before. Yeah. Um, yeah and being able to articulate exactly what I need in terms of support. Um, that's, that's the challenging part. Yeah. And now, for example, we're at this new inflection point in the business where, you know, we need to start thinking even bigger, you know, we're in Sainsbury's, we're in Boots, we have five new products, uh, uh, five products in the portfolio. Um, what else is out there? So then, you know, I'm being pushed again um, to think bigger and I'm yeah. like, okay, it's uncomfortable. Uh, but at the same time, it's exciting. Mm. I mean, that brings me really nicely onto my next question then. What is next for you? What is next for Nimble? Because a lot of people would say that, you know, you, you've achieved so much incredible growth in the five years, all stemming from that initial conversation with your sister. You know, some may argue that it's like, is it is it enough? Is it enough for you now? But, you know, you're launching two more products. You, 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 you're raising funds again. What is next for Nimble on this amazing journey? Yeah, so um, it's it. What's exciting now is that um, yeah, we we have a you know we're we're starting to to develop this big vision for for the for the for the brand. Um, yeah, so I think with Nimble, we're now becoming known as a baby plant-based household cleaning product. Yeah, um, I think you know why why should we stop with just five products you know why can't yeah. you know why can't we come up with even more products that would would help solve um um the challenges of cleaning up after a messy child yeah so there's so much more room to grow in terms of our new products uh our product pipeline that's one and then secondly there are so many more avenues to sell our products to um, yeah, so we're, we're only in about 500 stores around the UK. There's so ma many more stores with other retailers. Mm -hmm. um, that's another, yeah. Do you still uh, do you still face those same issues you did before? Or is it now, I guess the right, the wrong word, but the right word, is it now easier for you to go through that growth because, you know, Sainsbury's have supported you, Boots have supported you, Ocado supported you. Those are three amazing names to have on your pitch deck to be like, this is mm. where we sell, you know, 500 mm. stores. Surely people are knocking at your door now to say, look, we want to have Nimble in our in our shop or online. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's 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 easier, but also 
uh, harder as well. Uh, it's easier in the sense that it's easier to sell the products. And, you know, as you said, you know, there are you know, a number of retailers knocking on our door, a number of um, export opportunities as well. Uh, but it's also harder because the, you know, as the business progresses, um, you, you know, you need to start thinking about the operations cash flow and things mm -hmm. like that, you know, so every opportunity that you entertain actually would mean, you know, uh, spending some resources on it, you know, whether it be money or, you know, or your time or your team's time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you need to kind of like balance those things out. So the challenges kind of like shift. Um, yeah. It's easier to sell, but you know, how do you implement and execute? Yeah, it's the it, classic it's risk, the risk versus reward type situation. Mm -hmm. Um, which is amazing. One of, one of my final questions to ask, a couple of final questions. I always have more than one final question. It's just a thing <laughs> I do. Uh, well, firstly, I hope that you have a monthly package that you send to your sister full of nimble goods with just a note every month that being like, thank you for that conversation. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually, if not, I'm going to send her this and <laughs> you're going to be held accountable. No, I, I charge her for every single product that we send. <laughs> no, um, yeah, yeah, no, she, she's fantastic. Um, yeah, she still, you know, eggs me once in a while that, you know, you have me to thank for, yeah, uh, exactly. you, you have, you have your niece to thank for, uh, for this. Uh, but yeah, it's great. Um, you know, it, it brings me down to earth again, you know, uh, you know, having having this uh link to where mm. we started you know it's a family link um it just brings you down to earth uh, yeah. whenever you have big wins you know you realize that actually you know what it started from you know, from very humble beginnings and you know I'm, I'm happy to carry on like that i i absolutely love the nimble story uh, i think you've you know hit the nail on the head there humble beginnings and what you've done in five years is is incredible really to to really look at you know from selling two products to your barber to being in 500 stores launching two more products going through another round of investment you know starting to do export uh, amazing things von which is which is a credit to you how do you how do you celebrate that how do you celebrate your own success Oh, um, you know what? I'm actually quite bad in celebrating um, these <laughs> victories. Um, and my, my wife always tells me to, you know, you know, slow down. You need to slow down. You need to, you know, you need to yeah, stop and be grateful. Um, and even my team is now telling me the same. Um, yeah, before before this uh, 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 interview, you know, I just had a team call um, and yeah, we were just talking about, you know, this next fundraise and that we've launched new products. And yeah, and I kind of like just catch, casually drop these things in as my highlights for the week. And then they're like, Bon, yeah, these are big things. You need, to, <laughs> yeah, you need to think about this properly. And yeah, I think true, that's true. And so to mark that occasion, we're actually meeting as a team again next week and we will go out and have a proper celebration. Have a proper, you need to celebrate your the new funding, the new products and the fifth birthday yeah exactly you've got a lot a lot of things to celebrate Vaughn listen you've been a fantastic guest and I guess other than you know Ocado Boots and Sainsbury's how can people find out more about Nimble find out more about your story and and sort of shit and and start following you oh sure um yeah so yeah we are yeah we have our own website yeah nimblebabies.com 
Um, so yeah, people can visit us there. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. We are only about 50 short to reaching our 10,000 followers. So yeah, and then you can, then you can have there. the swipe up feature. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. So if you can follow us, help us reach 10,000, uh, you know, in the next few weeks, that would be amazing. Um, and yeah, um, I also have my own Instagram account uh, at Mr. Nimble, but I'm not really good at it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing my best to um, keep keep everyone posted with what's going on. Good, amazing. Vaughn, listen, thank you so much for coming on Founders 365. Like I said, incredible story, incredible growth. And I wish you nothing but success for the future. Oh, thank you very much. And thank you for this uh, uh, honor and privilege to be interviewed. Thank you. And thanks everyone for listening and watching this Spin Founders 365.